A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord When my brother Dan died in February, I went with my sister-in-law, Chris, to the funeral home to make arrangements. Dan had expressed his desire to be cremated, and Chris planned to have Dan's body cremated. I felt that Dan's body should be present for the visitation, My nephew, Matt, lives in the area, and he had been with his father shortly after he died. But my nephew, Steve, and his wife, Kara, were coming from Texas with their two young children. I thought it was important to have Dan's body present when they came to say goodbye. I was four years old when my grandfather died. We called him Grandpa. My mother later explained that He thought Grandpa sounded too much like Grandma, so he taught us to say Grandpa. He was a chemist in the rubber industry, and I can still remember the rubber Mickey Mouse dolls he gave us to play with. I also have a clear memory of his death, but it's an unusual memory. In fact, it's an image and a single sentence. The image is the car dome light. I was in the back seat of the car, talking to my mother in the front seat. I couldn't see her, but I could see the dome light between us. I remember that I said to my mother, If he's coughing, why isn't someone helping him? Years later, I came to understand that my mother had said that her father was in a coffin. But no one took me to the funeral home or to the funeral, so I wasn't given the tools I needed to make sense of what had happened. When I picked up Steve and Kara and their two children at the airport, I told them that the casket would be open until we got there. We would close the casket for the public visitation. Steve declared that he did not want his then nearly three-year-old daughter, Elise, to view Dan's body. So I told him about the memory I had when I was four years old, of the death of my grandfather, his great-grandfather. By the time we reached the funeral home, Steve had changed his mind. Steve and Matt and Chris went first and stood at the open casket. Elise was standing back with her mother. She was very attentive to what was happening. Daddy's crying, she announced. When it was her turn, her father picked her up and brought her up to the casket. 
At his urging, she whispered quietly, I love you, Grandpa Dan. And Steve assured her, I'm sure he heard you. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. We come together this evening because we believe that all of the ties that knit us together as one do not unravel at death. We are related still to those who have gone before us. They are, in a real sense, gone. They're not available to us in the ordinary manner. They've passed beyond this world and are not available to us in the usual ways of experience. But they are connected to God and therefore connected to everything that God loves. It might be helpful to think of it this way. They're not so much somewhere else, like someone who's gone on a long journey or somewhere else in the world or in the universe. They are somehow else. They exist now in a different way. We know our world of material things, of space and time, of things measurable and visible. That's the world we're used to. But the dead are somehow else maybe even closer to us now than they were when they were in this world. So we can and should relate to them. On the Feast of All Souls, we focus on one of the chief ways that we can relate to the dead, through prayer. Just as we ask people here below to pray for us, so we can communicate with our beloved dead through prayer and ask them, to pray for us. And we can pray for them, because we know that just as we are adjusting to a life without them, they too are adjusting to the new life of deep communion in God's loving presence. The late Celtic poet John O'Donohue offers this insight. Gradually, you will learn acquaintance with the invisible form of your departed. And when the work of grief is done, the wound of loss will heal, and you will have learned to wean your eyes from that gap in the air and be able to enter the hearth in your soul where your loved one has awaited your return all the time.